Mike check one two one two. Your boy Chillis is back with more words for you. <laughs> hey, let's get it. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are far too kind. Thank you so much. Oh, appreciate the love always. All right, it is Wednesday, October tenth. Welcome to another episode of Chilling with Chillist. I'm your host that does the most, Chillist. It is 21 days away from Halloween. I'm looking forward to the holiday. I'm looking forward to really sitting at home, watching scary movies, scary comedies, and just really eating candy corn. That's right. I said it. I'm a candy corn eater. I'm candy corny. All right. I'm so sorry for that. Like, I just really wanted to big up (laughs) candy corn because I'm tired of it's getting a lot of backlash. Not a lot, but enough that you have to speak on it. Like, enough is enough. If you've never had candy corn, you need to try it. Don't go by these posts you see online about, uh, I don't like candy corn, it's nasty, it's gross. Give it a try. There, there are worse candies out there, in all honesty. Candy corn, to me, is like top five. I should do an episode later on about, like, top five candy. No, no. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> But anyway, that aside, what is going on, everybody? Good afternoon. I hope everyone's weekend was dope. I hope everybody's day is going well. I just hope everything good and positive is being sent your way. And if it's not, then I'm sending positive vibes your way as we speak, and I hope the day gets better for you. I got to be honest with you. Ever since I started doing these podcasts and I picked Wednesday as the day to drop them, Wednesday has become damn near my favorite day of the week. I took notes down Saturday, and I was so hyped to do it that I was gonna record it that day, but I was like, nah, nah, Wednesday is the day. You know, for me, Wednesday used to be one of those days where it was just the doorway towards the weekend. Like, let's get to Thursday. Thursday is like pre-Friday, Friday Junior. Friday, we made it, let's go, Saturday, (laughs) Sunday, yeah. Sunday afternoon, Mm. Sunday night, Ah. and then back into the thick of it with Monday. But we're here now, no need to speak about days that aren't here yet. Today is a really good episode. Um, I took some notes down and those notes are loaded. I have really put a lot of thought into these and I had to write them down because I have a tendency to like forget and being that I do these podcasts on the spot and I don't really mark down when and where I'm going to talk about these topics, it's, it's kind of hard for me to just stay on track. Sometimes I dive too deep or I don't dive deep enough. That being said, 30 minutes, we probably won't hit that 30-minute mark today. We'll probably go a little bit deeper, you know, a little further in, maybe 40 minutes. But that's cool. That's fine. I consider this a podcast for the people, a platform in which I can do my best or play my part into helping people with anything. You know, it could be something that they're going through that they don't uh, talk about and they hear this and it can help them or it could just be something that they was thinking about and they're glad someone's on the same page so they don't feel weird that's what i'm here for i'm here to be the weird guy i know that sounded crazy get, getting into it <laughs> all right let's start the episode off i don't uh i don't edit things so that part's gonna be there and we're moving past it let's jump right into it everybody here are words for you from me to you, that I really want you to think about when I say it. Be careful who you call a friend. Now, of course, everyone's heard that saying before. Everyone's heard those words weave together wonderfully. Everyone's said that 
But when I'm saying it, I don't mean it in the sense in which the masses and everyone else have, has said it or have been saying it. I'm saying it with a mirror in front of me. I know what you guys are thinking. Chill us. What does that mean? Oh, my gosh. You're so wise. <laughs> Break it down. <laughs> I wish people said that. Yeah, I low-key really want a fan base. Like, I want to be that cool in which I'm on Instagram and I just say I'm getting a bacon, egg, and cheese. And it just gets 30,000 likes. I'm one of those people. Because to me, it's just dope to have people that really lean towards stuff like that. I'm it, moving, <laughs> moving aside from that. Yeah, so, okay. Before I get into what I mean by that, I'm gonna point out what was my week, pretty much. So, I'm a man that has social media like everybody else in the modern day and age. I have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I log in to MySpace from time to time, and it's not the same. I mean, I lost everything, but that's another, that's another topic. And the latest and greatest that I've been seeing being posted around is words that revolve around one specific word that to me has lost its meaning because I feel like people are applying it to everything. And the word of the day is toxic. I've been seeing so many posts about people saying that they need to sever ties with people that don't benefit them in the long haul or any way, shape or form. Therefore, they must be left behind in order to quote unquote grow. And the reason why I'm using quotes is because I don't see that as growth based on what I see. I don't know the situation that's behind the post. Some people could just be posting a post. So to read into that would be on me. That'd be my downfall and my mistake. But I'm applying it to those who are using it as means of you know, just cutting people off without explanation or doing things that others might see grimy and just say, hey, look, I'm doing this for growth. If you can't understand that, then you never understood me. There's a lot of that going around. And it's not even just from people I know. That's right, people I know. I'll be paying attention, I'm creepy like that. <laughs> I read posts, I look at them, I make sure that I don't know. Well, I'm not gonna say I make sure. I just kind of ask myself, really, if that person's okay. And then I'll reach out from time to time. Because like I said, it could just be a post. I can't be emotionally invested into something that somebody else may not be into. That'd be one-sided. I'd look silly. Yo, are you okay? I seen what you said about being toxic. What's going on? Talk to me. Oh, no, I just saw it and I agreed with it about a topic. But things are going great. I'm at the farmer's market right now. Oh, all right. Well, um, enjoy the enjoy your pickings. <laughs> I just rather talk to the public. I rather talk to you guys, the people that I love. And I just want to express my opinion on it. And if you guys agree with me or disagree with me on it, either way, it's going to make it dope for me because it's going to give me something to think about. Like I said, I like thoughts. They give me thoughts. And the thoughts that come together create thoughts. I said something alongside. I, I can't remember, but it was something like that. I'm so sorry. Poor memory. So let's dive into the word toxic for a second. If anyone has their definition of toxic, apply it to yourselves uh, right now. Like think about the word, what it means to you, and what would you consider toxic if you place it in a situation, in all the situations that you've been through so far. 
For me, toxic is something that isn't just destructive to myself, but those around me. That's something that I consider toxic. I'll use a small example. Smoking. I consider smoking toxic. um, If I'm smoking a cigarette in a room with people who don't smoke, and I'm just puffing away, got the camel out. Whoa, that sounded crazy. I'm just smoking a cigarette, lighting it up, going through a whole pack, doing the whole that the the little box hit, which I think is kind of cool sometimes, but <laughs> I'm weird. I'm just sitting there smoking, and I'm not respecting everyone else's choice to not smoke because I'm just puffing it around in the air. And I get upset at a person for telling me to, uh, to take out the cigarette. I'm over here infecting your lungs. So I consider something like that toxic. Like I said, small example. I feel like the word toxic today associates with disagreement. So if you do something that I don't agree with or something that I wouldn't do, I now have reason to cut you off. Now, of course, your reasons and your opinions are fine. But this goes back to what I said before about the masses and how we just tend to follow trends without being mentally or emotionally invested into them. So we just do things just to do it because it's cool. And we're not really okay with it, but it's like, all right, if that's the wave. And I know, all right, I know we're all adults here for those who are listening. I know we're all grown and we're not just doing that. But sometimes we do things unknowingly without thinking. And it's like, holy crap, how the hell did we get this far? How did it get this bad this fast? I didn't know. So I've been seeing, like I said, I've been seeing the posts about the word uh, toxic and how you should eliminate everything toxic from your life to move forward. I agree with the statement. I do not agree, however, with how that statement's being used based on the example that I just used. I feel like we're in a day and age now, unfortunately, in which we put ourselves first. And Danny, aka Danza Guy, host of All, All Good Things, he mentioned that in his episode today that he dropped. You know, and I use quote, uh, quotes on the word growth because I don't think growth is something that you announce. It's like being woke to me. If you say you're woke, the more you say it, the less I believe you. Because wo- being woke or growth is something that's recognized from other people. And you could recognize it within yourself. I'm not knocking your opinion on that. I'm not saying that just because you say you're grown, I'm not going to believe you. I'm saying the more you say it. For me, your word is is good enough. You tell me one time, look, I'm growing as a person. I'm like, yo, he is. If you keep introducing it to me, I'm like, all right, clearly you mean you're just grown because you got taller. I don't know what you mean by that other than that because there's no way in the world you could be growing like, and I don't see it. And again, that sounds harsh, but when you start hearing things uh, that over and over again and they're repetitive, it, it, it just it hits my ear a bad way. And I apologize for that because that's wrong. That's something I need to work on in the long, uh, the long run as a person, as a podcast host, as 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 a listener, too. I, I need to work on that. But when it comes to a growth and the word uh woke and even the word toxic I feel like we overuse those words and I feel like they're losing their meaning 
Now, I don't mean toxic is no longer what's uh, whatever we associate toxic with. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that word is being thrown around so loosely that you kind of just want to replace it. Like me, I never want to use the word toxic again. And I'm saying it. I already said it like five times. Like I didn't gave toxic clout this entire episode already. I can feel it. What I'm trying to get at, let me just get to the point right now. If you ask me what toxic is in regards to people and situations, I'm basically going to do two things. I'm going to evaluate the person or the situation in which I'm addressing as toxic. I'm going to look back and ask myself, how did it get this way? And then I'm going to look at myself and I need to make sure I didn't do anything that would help the situation become toxic. So when I see posts about people basically saying, cut everybody off that's toxic to you, I'm asking myself, what is toxic to them? And are they applying it to themselves as they are applying it to the people that they're cutting off? Because we're in such a delicate day and age too, where Like I also stated in the past, you can't have your own opinion anymore unless it it sides with the masses, the majority, the society of today, the powers that be. If you're not with them, you're against them, unfortunately. And I'm not saying that to resonate with their saying. I'm saying it. That's how it is now, unfortunately. You used to be able to have your your own opinion and you could have a little debate. All of a sudden now your opinion defines you. So more and more people just keep to themselves and they just keep it pushing and they'll disagree with you in their heads, but they'll shake their hands, uh, they'll shake hands with you. And that's, like I said, it's fine because that's evaluating the situation. That's understanding the day and age you're in. That's just like, that's going with the flow. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking that at all. But for me, being the person I am, I'm not a traditional man. I'm weird. So I look into things to the point where I overanalyze it too much and that could be detrimental and I I understand that, but I can't help, like if my heart is not into a a decision being made, I can't invest into it at all. So I'm not gonna cut somebody off because they've been doing something toxic to me if I don't feel that there's somebody worth cutting off. If it's something that I can salvage or save, I'm going to save it. I feel like a lot of people are talking about cutting off, but no one's talking about fighting for something. And like I said, with posts being on social media, you can't really take them too seriously because half the time you're just reposting something that sounds good and it doesn't really stick to their opinion. And I know that me saying that I'm really contradicting myself with everything that I'm saying, but I feel like for those, for the few, like I said, for the few that are applying it to situations, these are the ones I'm addressing. Because I am one of those people that I like to ask you, I feel like a parent, (laughs) I like to ask you, are you sure you're okay with this? Because I'm an impulsive man, so I have to ask if anybody else is impulsive and not making decisions on the fly. And then the next day, they feel like they can't go back to it because they made such a a spectacle, a, a, a fuss over doing it that now you can't go back. And that's never the case. You could always change your mind. Never let anyone tell you once you make your mind up, it's over. Because like I said, if your heart's not into it, you have every God-given right to walk away from it or change it up or do something different. That's you. I'm like, 
enough of that whole thing where it's like, you know, it's final unless you're making a decision on buying a house or something that involves money in which you have to, you know, with loans, with colleges, you can't just change your mind and just, <laughs> you know, the, the traditional stuff, I'm just saying, in which you know you have to make sure you're emotionally invested in, mentally invested and prepared for the situation. That's something that you have to make sure, like marriage, you can't just say, I want to be with you, plan a wedding. And then the day of the wedding, change your mind. No, you can. You can. Damn it. See, the more you dive into things, the more you can think about other outcomes. This is why it's. This is why I stray away from politics and religion. Because while you're speaking on certain topics, your mind can change right then and there. So it's kind of cool. But for a platform like this, I'm going to stay away from it. And I'm just going to have those conversations when the recorder's not on. But what, what was I saying? Okay, yeah. Just, just basically, when it comes to the word toxic... I think it's important that we evaluate ourselves to make sure we're not a factor in which made the situation or the person toxic. And I've seen it in relationships. Relationships is also one of those things in this day and age where, you know, you just want one and you're not emotionally invested. I've mentioned that before, too, in my last podcast. I've said it before that there are some people out there, unfortunately, who just want the relationship for the... For the visuals, like they just want to be seen, holding hands, apple picking in October, snowball fighting. But that one person who's emotionally invested with this person who's just using them for the idea of being in a relationship, that could make that emotionally invested person toxic because they've been their heart's being played with, you know? And that's not cool. I've never agreed with that. And you could kind of tell who's in it for life and who's in it just to portray this lifestyle and I don't know where it came from I think back in 2012 where it was like hashtag goals I was in that fold too if you go back to my Facebook page there's a lot that I used to say and do that I don't agree with now but I understand that you know I did it and it made me the person who I am today so I can't knock it yes I can me from the past you were emotionally just too much I couldn't even read my statuses from back in the day. But you know what? Whoa, I'm going to get into that on episode 10. Yeah, I already skipped episode 9. So back to being careful with who you call a friend. I think you guys are assuming I'm saying be careful who you bring into your life. And I am saying that. Half of it. The other half is be careful who you call a friend because once you acknowledge someone as your friend... They acknowledge you as their friend, which means they may have qualities in their head that you have to match in order to be their friend. You may not have qual like I'm not someone who, you know, has a list. And if you don't meet the criteria, we can't be friends. I'm not that kind of person. But the people I'm bringing into my life, they might be. And I have to be considerate of their feelings. Like if they expect someone to check up on them from every uh, every now and then or text them or say hello. And you're the type of person that, uh doesn't really text everybody and you don't really pay attention to everybody else other than yourself that's like that's a recipe for disaster for me so be mindful of each other is what i'm saying empathy put yourselves in their shoes if they're mad about something don't just assume they're just being uh, a baby ask them what's wrong I know our tolerance level has grown lower over the years and we really can't take too much i'm one of those people uh meaning like for me, I can only 
cry about something for so long before I do something about it. And I'm so emotionally invested into the people that I care about that if they tell me situations in which they are telling me they need to leave and then they choose not to leave, I get mad about it. But I respect their decision. But it just, it, it does change my ear a little bit. Like I'm very selective. I'll say to myself, well, look, you have to do what's best for you. I, I can only listen, but I can't give you the words you need to hear if you're not going to go forward with it. And I'm saying it out of love. And you can choose how you approach people. You don't have to be harsh because you're upset about their situation. You could still approach them with the energy that's necessary for them to listen and not just pull away from you when you start yelling at them. So I would be mindful of their feelings. I would put myself in their shoes and I'd understand that there's some situations that are easier said than done that you can't just walk away from. Relationships, friendships, uh, maybe moving out the house or switching jobs or, you know, leaving a country. These things, you could talk about them until the sun comes up, goes back down and comes back up again. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the person's ready to, to deal with it. Empathy. It's another thing that I want to talk about. But just to close up, be careful who you call a friend. What I mean by that is just make sure you are the person in which you look you look for okay don't be the person pointing fingers saying oh you've never done this and that when you've never done that for the person yourself that's why i have a problem with toxic because i feel like we have these checklists nowadays in which we have to um make sure people meet everything on the list meaning they no longer have a life of their own and your life is important and only important that sucks i hate that so much because you miss out on a lot of good opportunities doing that. If you could learn to be empathetic and and understand somebody's feelings, if we could all understand each other, I think a lot of the arguments that we've had would never exist. And even if they did, they'd be on a smaller scale. They wouldn't be on a, I'm ending this kind of a level. We are already 22 minutes in. That is so crazy. And I'm nowhere near done. So I could already tell you this is going to be a really locked and loaded episode. And I love it. I love it. And I'm really, I get more comfortable as I record it. Because first of all, I didn't even say it in the beginning. And I apologize. The feedback I've been getting is amazing. The criticism I've been getting is amazing. The love that's being shown, I, I like, you guys have no idea. It really makes doing these podcasts like fun enjoyable. I was nervous when I first made these, you know, not because I no one uh not because of the fear of no one not listening to me because like I said before even one listener would just mean a lot. It was just something that I just I don't know. I don't know. I'll dive into that on episode 10. So episode 10 is going to be special. We're two episodes away from the double digits, but I'm not going to jump into that yet. I'm going to focus on the notes that I have. So when I say be careful who you call a friend, I just mean both sides. Be careful who you bring into your life and be careful whose life you walk into because they may see you as a great person, a great friend, and they have a lot about you that they appreciate. And you have to make sure you're a person <laughs> that, you know, is ready to be a friend. You could want friends, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know how to be a friend. And I think that's why it's important to make friends when you're a kid. Because as an adult, you already start to understand that you can't just be any old type of way. I mean, you can because every situation is new and different and you're never going to know yourself fully when it comes to other people. You'll know yourself for yourself, but you may overlook something 
while dealing with somebody else that you never saw as a big deal because of the people who you've dealt with in the past. Those things like that. You never really know. But I say preparation is key. So you should just make sure in your head for your mental list that you meet the criteria of what you want from another person. And that applies for relationships in a romantic sense too. You know? But straying away from that, that door is officially closed. Let's jump into the next topic. Now, I mentioned empathy. Empathy is probably going to be, you know, it's definitely going to be the source of this episode. So it's going to pop up. So with empathy, I think it's one of those core necessities for growing up. I think it's something that, you know, you have to have. It's a must-have. There's no question about it. That's what, like one of the few things in the world that you should have. Now, I mentioned in the past my, my uh, opinion on pride. And it was another, there was something else that I had addressed too. You know what I need to start doing before I jump into the next episodes? I need to start listening to the previous episodes that same day so I can make sure I don't repeat myself. But if I do, it's fine. But just to make sure we, I don't end up saying something for 30 minutes that I already said last episode. But um, basically, I was talking about the two negative things that you have to be on the lookout for. Not negative, but that they can become negative if you don't really check yourself from time to time. But with empathy, empathy is one of those things. Unless someone could point out to me the negatives of empathy, and I would probably guess what it is they'll send to my attention... I just think it's important. We all need to put ourselves in each other's shoes. Empathy seems to only come when a person is sad. You know, when a person is mad or happy, we kind of just, you know, we ignore it. And, you know, the happiness part, you... Well, no, because... No, okay, let's put happiness aside. Happiness is positive on its own. Mad, though, when someone's upset about something, we kind of belittle them sometimes. And that actually feeds into their anger. We don't really take the time to understand why a person's angry. What's little to me may not be little to them. And with that being said, I have to consider their feelings. I can't just downplay them for being upset because I don't want to deal with it. I have to ask them, what is it that's bothering you? Why is it bothering you? What can I do to help? Nine times out of ten, when you're angry... Usually nothing can help. And I say that as a person who's been upset to the point that I have to calm my own self down. But I know certain people can talk to me and I'm not going to approach them with anger. So I'll find a way to control it then and then I'll douse the flame. But when it comes to being sad, we always seem to be on the same page. But for some reason... We expect someone to be sad for oh so long, and then it's like, all right, get it together. I have to put myself in someone's shoes. I have to feel what they're feeling in order to tell them anything. I could never just come from the outside just telling them, all right, you need to do this and that. I understand depression is like a really serious issue. It's a serious matter. That being said, that's what pushes empathy even forward because, all right, let's say someone close to you that you cared about, someone that... You couldn't see not being in your life. Passes away. It's one of those people that's always with you. And once they die, you're just bombarded with memories. And it's harder to live every day um, to the fullest anymore. Someone from the outside who's had a death like that 
may have moved forward, but that doesn't mean the the time it took for them to get over their grief is the same for the other person. Everyone's different. So we should put ourselves in each other's shoes and just say, listen, they're going to need a little more time. All right. I have to, you got to understand where they're coming from. Someone close to them passed away. Someone, someone that they truly love is gone. That's where empathy should be at its, as brightest. But aside from that, empathy should just, I think it's something that, no, I feel is something that we all should have. A lot of us are really empathetic towards ourselves. And it's, I'm not going to lie to you, it's kind of selfish. Like I said before about toxic, so many of us are willing to cut ties and burn bridges for the sake of our quote-unquote growth. But we don't have the, the, oh God, the word slipped my mind. We don't have the, we don't, okay, put it this way. We have a lot of nerve to cut people off, but we never really explain to them why that is. Now, mind you, if a person truly is toxic, you don't owe them anything. But if it's something that you could work on, if it's somebody who you are close with and you never thought you'd fall apart with them, I'm saying this out of context. Let me build up. Let's say you're a person on a come up. You had a supporter with you. Let's say you are on the come up in terms of music. Your music started off back in the day, kind of weak. You know, quality used to be terrible. And your supporter, who's your closest friend, used to tell you, listen, if you do this and that, um, you know, you could be a little bit better. You take their advice, you improve, you get better. That person has been criticizing you constructively in the best way possible. As you get up there, you know, you get a little bit of an ego. Ego, that was the other one. You get a little bit of an ego and all of a sudden their criticism is just detrimental and you can't have it anymore, so you cut them off. They would never understand why you did that because that's all they ever did. And you've been okay with it. But now that you've reached a certain platform, you feel entitled to cut them off. That's stuff that I mean. You know, we don't, we just feel, look, I'm all about the team of me. I always do stuff uh, to better myself. That being said, I'm still considerate of other people at the same time. Yes, you can be both. There's no need for you to be you regardless. Especially if you're one of those people that want to be themselves no matter what, but expect everybody else to change. Danny, a.k.a. Dan's a guy who hosts all good things. He said it in his podcast today. People who are just take me as I am. Those people really grind my gears because it's like, how could you not understand why somebody wants to be themselves, but you want everyone and their mother and grandmother to be on your wave? That means you can be as inconsiderate as you want because that's you. Or you could be grimy as you want because you know at the end of the day, we're still friends. It's like, nah, yo, fam, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not going to fly. See, that's a toxic person. That's a toxic person. Like, we got to get this chip off our shoulders. There's nothing wrong. There should be, okay. If in a perfect world for me, there should be these limits. Like, not, oh, excuse me, limiters that tell us when we're going too far. So we can be mindful of what we say and how we say it. And maybe approach it differently. That way we don't 
come across any potholes or situations in which we have to pick ourselves up from the ground and apologize. The, those things like that. If for me, that'd be cool. Sometimes we really don't know how far we're going. That's why I said everybody's different. You might have the one person who tolerates your negative behavior. So you're used to just being a jerk. But then you come across that person who's not going to have it fly. And it's weird to you because you've been used to that person not saying nothing. But everyone's different. I think we should adjust ourselves if we want people in our life. We shouldn't be on this, this wave of if you're not for me, you're against me. Because that's, never, that's not true. That's never true 100% of the time. Unless you have a hater who disguises himself as a friend. But let's remove all those unlesses and let's just, just, just stick to the, the basis of it. You know, you can't automatically assume everyone's against you. That's something that I had to teach myself. Sometimes, you know, um, Danny even mentioned it today also in his episode. You got parent, you, you'd have your parents who would tell you when and where it's time to start being this. Meaning he had used an example about... You know, you might be at work, your first job, and you're tired, and your parents come at you saying, you don't know what tired is yet. It's like, what What are you saying to me right now? <laughs> like, I am tired. I'm tired from my level of tired. I'm not saying I'm as tired as you. I'm tired. You know, if I don't know what tired means, why do we all go to bed at the same time? You know, weird things like that. I think with empathy, we should understand nothing should be... Nothing should be considered differently if the source is the same. If you're tired, you're tired. You're not tired less or tired more than a person. If someone works four hours a day and someone works eight hours a day, that doesn't mean one person's more or less tired than the other. Because let's think of it this way. A job is, if you're getting a job, you're adjusting your normal schedule, right? As is everybody else. Just because that person doesn't get off of work um, the same time as you, you can't tell them, well, yo, I work 16 hours. I'm tired. So you're not as tired as me. Just say you're tired. It's not a, it's not a, a competition. You know, no one should feel entitled to put somebody else down because they've done more work. You've done more work for you, but someone else could come around the, uh, the way and say, listen, you don't know what hard work is. And then you'd be disrespected. All in all, we just need to be mindful. I think we point fingers too much. We, including me, because I'm saying all this and I'm pointing fingers <laughs> at, at people. Like, not everybody, but I'm being very selective. This is just based on observations that I've seen. And me telling everybody this, I'm telling and have told myself this already. So I'm not just saying this without really examining myself. I've done it all the time. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have anything to talk about. I just think... We should be understanding. Yes, there are people who lack empathy and even sympathy and just don't give an F. Those are the people that we need to address. But if it's people that you come up with, like, okay, let's go back to friends for a minute. If you're my friend, if you're my good friend, if you're my best friend, if you're somebody I consider family, I have the unannounced right to address you on something or talk to you about something that bothers me. And even if you feel bothered about it, I have to respect your feelings. It's something that, you know, you're my friend because um, because of A, B, and C, whatever you consider a friend to be. But I have that right. Just because you're my friend, that doesn't mean you're exempt from having uh, uh, blame shifted to you. 
if I'm late for work because you decided to get up late after I asked you the night before to take me to work, I can address you on it. I'm not going to say, you know, bro, what the hell? He's my boy and I don't, you know, he didn't have to give me a ride. My friend, and you know, things happen to people and like he probably didn't get up early because of something else that's going on. If I, okay, let's, let's shift that up. Let's clean up that mess. If I asked a friend of mine to drive me to work, but something happened on his side. And it's been like, you know, a recurring thing where it's not really his fault. It's just what's going on with him currently. He can't be as reliable as, as he said he was. I would just let him know, bro, nothing personal. I'm just going to switch and get a ride here. Or I'm just going to do another, take another route. You know, my friend could be mad. Like, yeah, what the hell does that mean? But I'm quite sure he'll understand. Like, all right, you know, I can understand that his job is important. Like, we got to stop being offended so easily. That's, like, the biggest thing. The more offended we get, the more people we lose. Ironically, and this is the craziest thing to me, we're in an era of social media where more is everything. If you got more followers, if you got more uh, uh, friends, or you get more likes, you're just in uh, the, the, the spotlight. You're on cloud nine. So we can't really have this attitude of, I don't care, this is who I am. Because sooner or later, one follower is going to be like, yo, I don't like their attitude. Unfollow. Why'd you unfollow this person? Because of this. Oh, I didn't realize that. Unfollow. 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 Then you're right back there. And then you're a little more humbled after that. I mean, sometimes we do have to get knocked down on our feet to get back up and realize what we had. And how we want to get it back and how we do things differently. That's just a part of the process known as life. That's fine. That's cool. That's, that's great. But I just think we as a people, as a whole, as humans, we should really learn to be empathetic. I think empath empathy is a necessity. That's something that should be taught from the moment. I think it should be taught before you can walk. But, you know, that's exaggerating. You, you guys know what I mean. It's something that you should go into the world doing. I think that that's what makes us better people. And that was pretty much my whole view on empathy, my opinion about it. I have a lot of friends that I've grown up uh, with, that I'm growing up with, that I've known for a short while and have reconnected, and we've all had that same um, way of thinking in which you have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. It's one thing to give your opinion, but it's also another to really understand what it is they need to hear. You know, you could be mad at the situation they're in, but you don't have to tell them, yo, I'm so mad because I told you to do this before. Da, 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 da. Put yourself in their shoes for a second and ask yourself, what do they need to hear right now? Maybe when they're a little bit uh, stronger on their feet, they'll they could hear me go on my little rant, but this is not about me, this is about them. And like I said, and what is already understood for me, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You don't necessarily have to agree with me. You don't have to um, understand where I'm coming from. You could disagree with me. And I think that's cool. If you could disagree with me, you might open my eyes on something that I, I feel is right that could be wrong. And I'll be like, oh, thank you for that. That's what I love about doing these podcasts. That's what I love about reaching out to everyone who listens. And uh, when I try to get new listeners, I ask the questions, what is it that I can do that's better? You guys can help me in ways that I'm trying to help you. You can make me a better person. 
I always enjoy opinions and criticism because I don't take it as negative as it may be thrown as uh, thrown at as me. Even if you are somebody that only looks at the negatives, you are just as important to me as a person that points out the positives. In short, I find help through anything. I hear the message through everything. You could have a person who's blunt. That doesn't mean they're mean. They're just direct. They don't sugarcoat it. You can have the person that cushions the blow. That doesn't necessarily mean they're soft. You know, they just know how to talk to people. So, okay, I did have a topic that that um, that I was going to speak on also about everyone fighting a battle that you don't know about. But that falls along the lines of empathy. But, you know, we're 40 minutes in. Let's 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 dive into it really fast. We all have our own lives. We all go through things that we don't talk to people about. We're all like that. Or we may be open about it. But, you know, sometimes we may see a person in the street we don't know. And they're always happy. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy. But there are people who would criticize that. Why are you always so damn happy all the time? Like, what is wrong with you? You're weird. Criticism in the form of a joke. Ha ha. But then that happy person who normally is happy when he's outside now has to worry about being criticized. And the reason why he's happy outside is because at home things aren't really going too well. I just think we just all be mindful I I wish there was seven different ways I could say be empathetic, you know, so it could like hit everyone's ear differently, but be mindful. That's like the best thing I could say to you guys. Just be mindful of what it is that you say or do to another person. Because everyone's relationship is different. Just because uh, harsh advice you gave to one friend work doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work for the other. When it comes to family too, just be mindful, be empathetic. Let's just do the best. Let's understand these situations that we're hearing about instead of just closing our ears off. I have friends, family, people I care about that we talk about everything. And my opinion is my opinion. Sometimes they're just looking for people to listen. They may not be listening. They may not be looking for someone to dictate or tell them what to do because they have heard all of that. Sometimes you just need people to listen. That's the best thing you could do for somebody. And we would all know that if we were more empathetic. Like for me, I'm attentive. So if you're telling me, everyone's been telling me the same thing all day and I'm so sick of it. I'm gonna take that as key. He doesn't want me to talk. She, he or she wants me to listen. You know. All right, 40 minutes in. I've got to say, this is my favorite episode so far. Like, I feel like the way I came into it was really cool. Like I said, I'm comfortable because of all of you for those of you who've listened and have told me how you feel about the podcast you guys have given me the strength and the positive vibes necessary to get this episode out the way 40 minutes in and i feel so good like this is a good day all right i'm just gonna throw this out there because it's wednesday and that's the day for podcasting i think i'm gonna add something else i think i'm gonna do these podcasts around two or three o'clock so that means in the afternoon, just be on the lookout because you might just see Chillin' with Chillers dropped an episode. I think. I think 3 o'clock, that's my time. I think that's the, the best time to get me because doing them in the evening is cool, but 
I, I just feel like this might be it. Like I said, I get better with every episode, so I always consider other things that may or may not work, and I apply them to every podcast. But that is everything that I wanted to talk about. I hope, because even though I was strong with my words, I don't. I hope that I was consistent and straight to the point, or I didn't stray away from the topic, or I was focused. You know, I, overall, I just hope that you guys aren't confused when you listen. I really. I did take notes and I didn't bullet point them the way I wanted to. But like I said, I get emotionally and mentally invested into these topics. So when I talk about them, I could just really forget what I'm saying on the spot. But I promise you, I'm getting, I'm going to get better. I'm working on getting, getting better. That being said, we are about to close this episode off. But, but not before I give you guys a gift. Now, I had spoke about it on episode six, the support system, which is like really the episode to really damn I didn't mean to pause which really solidified this platform I want to support everybody who's working on something the same way everyone's been supporting me that being said I had asked if anyone had needed anything that they wanted me to talk about or put out there for everyone to listen and fortunately for me because I already thought this was dope from the moment it dropped I have a gift for you all I have a track from Love Ramon. It's my guy who I was really hype about when he said that he was dropping new music. Now, I'm going to let you guys in on this this little secret. I'm like a huge supporter. I know that's not a secret, but that being said, meaning um I've known I've known him from dropping uh I known him damn it, I'm all over the place. I've known him for like quite some time. When he first started making music back, way, way back, when we were all younger and full of life and happy, (laughs) I always thought his music was dope. And one thing about me, it's one thing to have a craft, but it's another to perfect it. He has really, really outdone himself with this freestyle. And like I said, I know this sounds biased, but it's not, I'm not biased. I'm not biased. I just, I, I have an ear for music and I think this is dope. So from me from him from me to you i have a freestyle from him that he dropped on his soundcloud which i'm going to provide for the link and be on the lookout for his music too because like i said he's only getting better in my opinion he's getting doper by the minute yo it's like i get hype when people i know who do music keep dropping music that is borderline inspiration and in any way shape or form i'm gonna put it out there the best way i can i'm gonna show love and i hope you guys do the same thing too the same way you've been giving me the love and support give it to him so that being said i am chillis we will be back next wednesday and i'm so sorry i'm like losing my mind here (laughs) i'll be back next wednesday with episode eight two episodes away from episode 10 but here is Love Ramon, the Prince of Mountain Thieves feet freestyle. I kind of wish I could just play it, but I have to set this up in a way. <laughs> this is the Love Ramon, Prince of Mountain Thieves freestyle. I am your host, Chillis. You all have a great week, and I'll be back next Wednesday. Deuces. Get-
getting it, getting it, jumping With my pros, green blown and get blowed And covering up my toes, I'm past penny The magic is gone, I carry on No charity for the cause, I'm at a loss I carry the cross, they say I'm living at large My pastime is past, y'all I re-up like ad lava, that's life There's no time to ask why I grow wiser Connect the dots, forever coincide To know that I've been on decline, but my tide is forever rising My light is forever shining Prejudice is set aside, whoever said that I would Yeah, never mind, you don't deserve my time, fertilize for all that shit you talk that never grew to life Animosity, all time high like 420 I've seen too many scenes, a friend of me's is never easy I'm feeling like a prince among thieves Women want me and brothers got dreams So everybody loves Lovey Lee Me, me and Hayes got it feeling like a high speed chase I can mail it in like a hundred dollar rebate I deserve stakes and wait I've been running through apes, the running shoes can wait I need something that I can bank I can see it in your face, you fake Disconnecting the handshake, scamming like Amway Caking like anime, can't complain when you gambling in this game Hey, this the landscape I can't maintain A house on me, I can't hedge funds Invest in what I love, the benefits gon' come The yellow never set on dawn sun Heaven sent from the Lord's kingdom Four finger ring like I'm Kane, man It's been a long run Everything ain't awesome, but still I leave them all struck We at the forefront, looking at the game And man, it's all us, I said it's all us, right? L-O Hey